Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We've talked as recently as yesterday about how we need to attract workers to this country, this province, and how it would be really smart to be strategic and surgical in trying to meet some of the huge gaps in our labor force by fast-tracking certain sectors, right? Well, it appears a plan's working, at least in one particular instance. It's working really, really well. In 48 hours, okay, two days this week, 10,000 people applied for work permits in Canada under a program that shamelessly... Uh, and, you know, there's no bones about it. They're not hiding it. They're trying to exploit what most people see as a failing in the U.S. immigration program and allows Canada to poach some highly skilled workers to cross the border for our benefit. And like I say, overwhelming enthusiasm from the people we're targeting. Those 10,000 spots, those 10,000 permits that were applied for in two days this week, that was meant to be over the course of a year. We opened it up for a year saying, hey, we'll make 10,000 permits available for the next year. They were gone in two days or the applications were applied for uh, that many in two days. Now, who are these highly trained workers? Um, there are people that were in the United States on a specific visa, an H-1B visa. Now, let's find out what happened in the U.S. and why Canada decided to step in and see if we couldn't use it to our benefit. We're going to chat with Sergio Karras, who's the principal at Karras Immigration Law, a certified specialist in Canadian immigration and citizenship law. Sergio, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. Nice to talk to you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you don't mind the you know, a little bit of noise because I was stuck in a cab in New York, actually. You're in New York right now? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. No, you sound fine. I wouldn't have even known if you hadn't said something. I found a quiet spot. <laughs> Good to hear. Okay. Um, th- this is an interesting story. The people that we've invited to apply for a permit to work in Canada, they had to be holders of an H-1B visa in the United States, right? What is that visa? Who holds those visas? Well, those uh, visas are granted to people who have uh, specialized uh, knowledge, and uh, they are... Um, Granted, typically for a period that uh, does not exceed six years. So, um, typically, uh, there are specialty occupations uh, such as computer science, programming, etc. And um, those are the individuals that are being targeted right now. And what happened, and we all know the story, is tech had massive amounts of layoffs in the United States, and the condition is, hey, if you don't have a job, you got six months to find one, or you're out. So Canada sees this loophole and says, hey, listen, why don't we, uh, why don't we step in and see if you can get a job here, right? That's essentially what happened? Well, what happens is that there is a desire by the Canadian government to attract these specialty occupations. However, uh, the caveat is that they are giving them open work permits. And um, from what I'm hearing from potential um, applicants that are contacting me, they are looking at that visa as an insurance policy. So if things don't pan out in the United States, they will be using that visa. So there is no telling how many people will actually move to Canada uh, using the uh, open work permit that the government is granting them 
but the um, they are looking at it as an insurance policy because, as you know, in the United States, it's very difficult to get a green card for uh, people who are um, uh, waiting a very, very long time to uh, accomplish that. So uh, the attitude seems to be that, okay, we'll take that visa, uh, we'll go to Canada with the open work permit, but uh, there's always either uh, treating it as an insurance policy or even if they come to Canada, the desire is to return to the United States as soon as possible for reasons of uh, establishments, uh, or reasons of pay, the salaries are much, much higher, and the possibilities of advancements and success in the United States are much higher. And the, the tech industry is, is like 100 times larger than what we have in Canada. Exactly. Like, There's no guarantee that they'll find a job. And it's an important point that you make that this is not necessarily a specific sector they need to find a job. And it's an open work permit. They can work in any uh, job. And there's other sweeteners, right? Like we've we've fast-tracked permanent residency. We've offered this to spouses. Like we've tried to make it a little more enticing, correct? Correct. Uh, the, um, the government is thinking that if the people come in and they use the open work permit and they find a job, they will eventually apply for permanent residency because they will be established in Canada. Uh, I think that's a little bit of a pipe dream, in my opinion, okay. because the temptation is always for the people to return to the United States. As I said, the salaries are much higher. The possibilities for an advancement are much better. And uh, the tech industry is gigantic. So I'm I'm wondering in terms of the, the the once you granted the visa and you got that visa the uh, H1B in the United States once you leave the United States go to Canada and, and work like you say maybe it's just temporary until something better comes along that H1B visa stays intact you're still you can go back to the states on that same visa for that 6 year term well, it will depend on the situation. Uh, a lot of people are facing the expiry of the H-1B visa. That's why uh, Canada is trying to capitalize on those individuals. And that is the uh, the key, because uh, a lot of H-1B workers uh, do not have the possibility of obtaining a green card, or they have to wait many years to obtain a green card. So Canada is enticing them with the open work permit and basically saying, well, come to Canada, we'll give you an open work permit. You can look for a job, get a job, and then apply for permanent residency. Uh, as I said, uh, most people desire to return. And as a matter of fact, uh, you may have seen that I was uh, quoted uh, this week in the Wall Street Journal yes. in the article that uh, featured a few H-1B visa workers, and they all expressed the desire to return to the United States because uh, they already have uh, put roots there, and also the salaries are much better. The uh, advancement possibilities are much better as well. So uh, Canada is a second choice. Unfortunately, uh, there is absolutely no way that we can compete in terms of salary with the U.S. tech giants. So, I mean, I guess the hope here then is uh, the tech industry in the U.S. stays sketchy at best. I mean, we know thousands were laid off, but you got to think they're so closely intertwined between Canada and the United States that if it starts to pick up here, it'll pick up there, too. Correct. And what, what's going to happen is that a lot of companies will uh, send the people to Canada because they are facing the expiry of the H-1B visa, right, yeah. but they will continue to work for the U.S. companies remotely. Uh, that's another possibility. So uh, they are treating it as a parking lot, basically. 
So uh, they are bringing the people and they are, the people continue to work for the U.S. companies and they are not going to take up a Canadian job because, as I said, the pay is much better in the United States and they want to keep their ties to the U.S. So uh, I think that this program is a little bit of a, a window dressing by the liberals uh, to show that they are doing something. But uh, even though the applications are going to be massive and the 10,000 quota is going to be exhausted almost immediately. Yeah, oh, it's gone. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not... It, the key really is to... Uh, measure how many people are going to come and how many are going to use the visa and how many are going to take a job in Canada. This is the problem that exists with all the programs that the government is launching right now. There is a lot of hoopla uh, that is being associated with those programs. And uh, the uh, key is that they are not measuring what kind of success those programs have and what kind of retention uh, exists for all those people who are very, very bright and very well educated. But that's why they continue to look down to the U.S., even if they're in Canada, because they desire to return. It's, uh, it's a different uh, type of environment for tech workers in the United States than in Canada. Okay, Sergio, unfortunately, we've got to leave it there. I'm out of time, but great insight as always. Thank you so much. We'll continue another time. Yeah, we will. We'll pick this <laughs> up. Thank continue. you. Okay. We'll continue with many programs. <laughs> we sure will. Thank you, Sergio. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs>